Welcome to Muskegon History and Beyond with the Lakeshore Museum Center. For this month, Women's History Month, we have Jackie Huss bringing us the story of an early female Muskegon pioneer. Thanks for having me on the podcast, Pat. I'm going to share the history of one of Muskegon's early female residents, Born Catherine Everts in St. Lawrence, New York, somewhere around 1836, she outlived three husbands, including the father of Muskegon's most famous lumber baron and a lieutenant governor of Michigan. I first came across her when doing research on Evergreen Cemetery, where she is buried with both her first and third husbands. And over the years, I've uncovered a few more facts about her life, but not nearly as much as I would wish. I am sure her life is a fascinating tale of happiness and sorrow, from arriving in Muskegon as a teen in the late 1850s, to living through both the Civil War and World War I, to witnessing the rise and fall of the lumber industry in Muskegon, and then finally living just long enough to see the ratification of the 19th Amendment guaranteeing American women the right to vote, which happened just months before her death in October of 1920 at the age of 84. Unfortunately, what I am able to glean about Catherine is through the lens of her second husband, Joseph Hackley, and her third husband, Henry H. Holt. So I am going to share their stories and how it relates to Catherine's life to provide the best picture I can of the early Muskegon female pioneer during this Women's History Month. We will have to move past the unsettling fact that for most of human history, women's history was not recorded, and I will share what I am able to discover about this early and longtime Muskegon resident. Her first husband, Archibald Palmer, was an engineer working in the lumber industry. He and Catherine had one son, George, born in 1861. Archibald passed away in 1864 at the age of 33, and at this time Catherine would have been around 28 years old and their son George three years old. Three years later, Catherine married one of Muskegon's earliest pioneers, Joseph Hackley, Charles Hackley's father, who was about 35 years her senior. Joseph came to Muskegon in 1855 to help build a mill for Durkee, Truesdell, and Company. By 1857, he and Gideon Truesdell had purchased a mill together. He then formed the J.H. Hackley and Company mill with his sons as partners, and in 1866, the name was changed to Hackley and Sons. In addition to his lumber business, Joseph served many public roles in early Muskegon, including working toward improvements on the Muskegon Harbor, being a trustee for the first organized fire department in the 1860s, as well as an early school trustee. He also built the first bridge over the Muskegon River and served as the Village of Muskegon president in 1864, 1865, and 1866. In the early 1860s, Joseph and his wife Selena moved into a grand Italianate home on the corner of Clay Avenue and 6th Street, behind the lot that would eventually become his son's home. Selena, Charles Hackley's mother, passed away in 1864, and in 1867, he married Catherine. It was during their marriage in 1872 that he was elected treasurer of Muskegon County. Joseph passed away in 1874, and Catherine inherited his home. Four years later, in 1878, Catherine married Henry Holt. Henry's first wife, Mary Rayner, had passed away in 1872. Holt had moved to Muskegon in 1858 to become the prosecuting attorney of Ottawa County. In 1859, he became the first prosecuting attorney of the newly formed Muskegon County. He went on to represent Muskegon in the state legislature, 
and in 1872 and 1874 he was elected lieutenant governor. After his time in office at the state level, Holt settled into Muskegon, owning a law firm here and serving two terms as mayor. He was also known for his extensive foreign travels. It was noted in the Chronicle that he had so many photos, documents, and items from his travels that he had set up his own small museum in his office building. Holt passed away in 1898, and Catherine went on to sell much of the property she had inherited, according to the Muskegon Chronicle articles. Title records state Catherine Holt sold the property known today as the Hackley Holt House to Joseph E. Montgomery in December of 1901. She then moved out in 1902 and into a home on Terrace Street with her son and daughter-in-law. It was also noted in the newspaper in 1902 that she had a permit to build a house for the cost of $2,000 on Webster Avenue. Catherine pops up in the paper again in 1908 for a dispute with a local construction company, Market Cement. They had laid a walk on a Clay Avenue property she owned, which she alleged was below grade and refused to pay for. The judge later sided with the cement company. In 1913, her residence was again on West Clay, but this time one block from her previous home. And then in the 1920 census, it lists Catherine and her son George both living on West Webster. She lived until the age of 84, passing away in 1920. Her obituary provides a small glimpse into her life after three paragraphs about her husband's. It stated, in the early days of the city, Mrs. Holt's work among the poor won many friends for her. She was a member of the First Congregational Church for many years. For a woman who lived through so much of Muskegon's early history, it is sad to me that her life was summed up in just those two lines. Even our episode cover photo is the only image we were able to uncover of Catherine, found on the Find a Grave website, and therefore it is unconfirmed. I will continue my research to add to Catherine's history, and I hope that this podcast has given her just a fraction of her deserved recognition as an early Muskegon pioneer. If any listeners happen to have photos of Catherine or information pertaining to her life, we would love to hear from you. <laughs>